With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Kia good morning. Welcome into Trot's Talk. Yes, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz for everything you need to know about this great game of harness racing. How's your holiday racing period going? Just been busy, hasn't it? All over the country from uh, the West Coast from Boxing Day. Of course, a couple of meetings there at Westport. Then we went to Reefton. Uh, the Central Circuit has just been wrapped up with Cromwell yesterday. Uh, another terrific day there and a big, big crowd. And that's been the feature of the entire uh, probably 10 days or so of uh, this Christmas racing period. Um, we went to Gore. Uh, then they went to Omacare, and they went to Roxburgh, and of course Cromwell yesterday. Uh, action continues today. We'll be at Banks Peninsula, the Carrara meeting uh, there, or the Banks Peninsula meeting at Carrara. They've got 12 races kicking off just after 12 o'clock. A few guests to talk to about that today, including the six-time Premiership winning driver Blair Orange, who we'll speak to very short, shortly, hopefully. Uh, we'll catch up with... Ben Hope, who has a few chances, along with his mum and dad there today. Samantha Otley as well. Uh, and then a little bit later on, Jared O'Reilly's got a handful of drives there today and a very good chance in the junior drivers race as well. A really nice horse too is Better Be Sharp. And uh, we'll wrap it all up with Matthew Peden taking us through uh, where the money has been going today. But Blair Orange is very kindly giving us his time, as he often does on Trot Stalk. Compliments of the season to you, Blair. Yeah, g'day, Greg. Same to you, mate. Yeah, thanks for your time, because it's been, uh, wow, an incredibly busy time for you, travelling uh, both sides of the Alps, uh, down south. Uh, it, it looks and sounds like everyone's had a great time, though, Blair, and part of that's been the weather. Yeah, for sure, Greg. Um you know, the crowds at every meeting I've been to uh, this Christmas have actually been, you know, really, really good. And uh, the weather has played its part, which makes it even better. All right. You got your sixth premiership wrapped up uh, at the end of the year. And you've kicked things off pretty strongly again, back up the top of the Drivers' Premiership. couple of key wins for you. Franco Indy's win. Uh, in the Group 3 at the Omicow meeting. Uh, that was a good one, Blair, because uh, he's been a horse. He won the size stakes as a three-year-old, of course, and an incredible run at Addington Raceway. But he's been a bit in and out since, although his form has become a lot more consistent since he won on Cup Day. Yeah, that's a fair statement, Greg. He's, uh, you know, he's developing into a, to a nice free-for-all horse at the moment. And, you know, he seems a horse now, even though he's so big, he's... Uh, Developed a lot of high speed, so his racing pattern now is if he can get that sweet trip, he, he's got that speed to get over top of them, which showed at Omicare. Yeah, I, I guess you, you had the choice too. You uh, at one stage thought about coming out and going back round and taking the front, but uh, sitting in the trail throughout behind one change uh, ended up being the winning of the race. Yeah, for sure, Greg. It's, uh, yeah, I was just in two minds early, mate, whether I'd come back round one change and I just wasn't too sure whether he'd stay there, obviously, with um, Telfer's runner coming forward and American me. But, 
you know, luckily we uh, bit, bit my tongue and sat on my hands and we stayed where we were. So, uh, you know, and obviously one change held the top and went a great race itself and, you know, the rest panned out well for us. All right, you got a win with Hacksaw Ridge yesterday, uh, which was for Ricky Gutzel. Third win in a row for this horse, three different drivers, a couple of Williamsons and then you. The horse is right in form. <laughs> yeah, no, he's doing a good job, Ricky, with his teammate at the moment. And, yeah, it's, uh, I think I might have driven the horse once before and it was a disaster. Um, everything went wrong and I think the horse might have played up a little bit. But, no, yesterday we uh, got round in the, at the right time and, controlled the race from the top end, Greg, and, you know, he actually won that race quite nice. Let's move on to today, um, and your first drive in race number one is the chase for your great friends, uh, George and Jan Calvert. Uh, only the third start for this horse, but uh, the progression has already clearly been there. It was an excellent second uh, there on the 29th of December. Had to do a bit of work, and the horse that sat on your back, uh, Zoltan Bosick, got the end result there, but uh, he wouldn't need to improve much, and not many people have missed him either, Blair. $3 opening price into $2.20. Oh, yeah, he's a nice horse going forward, Greg. He's uh, he's a big boy, and, you know, he still just lacks a, a bit of ring craft, and he gets a bit sort of nervy and frightened when he's in tight quarters early in the run, but, you know, once the penny drops with him, he's, he's going to be a lot of fun for George and Jan, so... Yeah, he's one that you sort of got to hold your breath with a wee bit, Greg. He's uh, you got to drive him like a real trotter, and you know, be real patient and calm with him. But you know, if he does things right, he definitely a very good one in charts. All right, looks a great chance in race number one uh, to the chase. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that watch the chase between five and six. Uh, with uh, Bradley and um, yeah I reckon there'll be a few following that horse uh, regardless of what happens today. Let's have a look at Chell v Power in uh, race number two this is the Bernie Hutton Memorial. Bernie was a, a friend to everyone, a great bloke really sad to hear of his passing and um, nice to see uh, it being acknowledged today there as uh, race at number two. What about Chell v Power from the wide front row draw? Yeah he actually went very good first up uh, on the 29th here, Greg, he, uh, you know, he got back in the run and, and he dashed home very good for a fifth. So he's probably going to adapt those same tactics again today. He's uh, probably not one that you can hustle and bustle and and sort of go three wide with on his own. But, you know, if he gets a sweet trip, he's a top four chance. So that's race two uh, being at Chelvy Power. There's been a little bit of money for this one as well. Let's go to race number five and your drive is... Hey, tonight in this one. Um, second at uh, Rangiora and then fifth here on the 29th. Uh, the second row won't make it easy uh, over the shorter course. No, it won't, Greg, but it's probably not going to be a hindrance to him as he's got to be driven quiet and he's better not doing too much early, so that'll work out from the draw. And He was a touch disappointing on the 29th here. He got a lovely run and probably entitled to finish a bit closer, so... Yeah, he'll, he'll be looking for luck and shortcuts, mate. All right. Hey, tonight, uh, the six-year-old by Rock and Roll Dance, who has been a winner at the Mott in the past, and Blair has a great record uh, with Barry Ward and his team, as he does with Ideal Stewartier's trainer, uh, and indeed the entire family, being the Austin family. This one trained by uh, Roger. Uh, the mayor by Superfast Stewart's been placed a couple of times here at the Mott. Was a winner four starts back. Generally steps pretty quickly. Uh, any reason to think that she won't be very competitive, Blair, off the back of uh, that Rungiora race where 
well, she was probably a little bit disappointing, but um, did some work early to find the front. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I wish this one could talk, Greg, because you want to ask her what sort of mood she's going to turn in, up and. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's a trick, Greg. Some days she'll she'll give it all, and other days she's just happy to pot around. But she is probably better if she doesn't do that work early, and you know she's got great start stand manners, which uh, which put her in a good spot. So, you know, if she turns up and in her positive mind frame, she's definitely a top three chance. Onto the Paul Renwick Joinery race number nine, first leg of the final quaddy there today. And by the way, this $10,000 guaranteed first fours in each and every race. And you drive straight flush in this one for Graham Court, owned by a few characters, the likes of uh, Brendan Rosie, uh, Neil Michelle, or the man who's better known as Ice Cream. Um, she's a consistent mare. She didn't get uh, the sort of run she needs last time when Bob Butt was uh, on and behind Hacksaw Ridge, who we've just spoken about. Um, generally draws wide because in this sort of grade she's uh, right up there ratings wise but if she produced her best player she is absolutely a top three top four chance surely oh most definitely Gregor she uh she's got got high gate speed so we'll just have a look across early and see what's happening whether we push the button early or not but um yeah she definitely can win this race and you know she's probably capable of making her own luck at some point if need be but yeah, she's definitely won, as you said, as a top four chance. All right, the mere by betting line, who's won four races, uh, has been a winner on the grass and placed a couple of times uh, here at the Mott. Next to your drives is in race number 10. Your drive star magic for Gavin Smith. Gav uh, has a couple in the race. He's got God of Thunder as well. And the bookies haven't missed this one. Two starts back at Ashburton and behind Ideal Delight. Actually went a very good race and didn't get all favours at Rungiora on New Year's Day uh, when Gav drove in behind Lizzie Richter. Um, wide front row draw again, but this uh, this one is a stand. So um, have you spoken to Gav or will it be more a case of on the day with him? Uh, no, I haven't spoke to him yet, mate, so I'll uh, I'll see him today at some point. But it's not an overly strong field, this one. So if it does produce good stand-start manners and gets a handy spot, there's no reason why it can't be a chance, that's for sure. All right, uh, that is Star Magic in race number 10. Let's go to the last, Blair, and there's been support for Wolf of Wall Street. Um, didn't get things right at the start uh, and behind the mobile last time. Gets the mobile again. Oh here but does uh, get a front row draw and there has been support what sort of uh, condition will Wolf of Wall Street trained by Ken Barron of course uh, turn up in and what sort of chance is he in the last? Yeah he, he's in good form Greg and obviously he made a break here last time out but um, you know I'll pop some hobble shorteners in him today and you know he'll be good as gold so yeah he's uh, he's been working well so they tell me as I haven't really been in the stables too much lately but <laughs> Um, yeah, no, he's definitely, you know, if he behaves himself and, you know, get, gets the right sort of trip. But he's also one that you can use a bit if need be. So, you know, I'd like to think he'll go a good race. All right. Of your drives, uh, Blair, and you are currently the second favourite in the Drivers' Challenge. Uh, and behind John Dunn, about $3.40 uh, for your seven drives there today. If the punters want to take Blair Orange as the driver's challenge second favourite. Um, what, what do you think's the best winning chance for the Trots Talk listeners this morning? Um, I'd probably go race one, Greg, the chase. If he uh, if he brings his manners, um, we know the motors there, and um, yeah, he, he looks on paper my best chance today. As the owners, 
just pulling in front of me, Greg, in their uh, rather miserable Range Rover. Yeah, miserable Range Rover for G. <laughs> Calvert here. Still battling away, isn't he? But he'll be looking forward to being out there today. And it's a—it's just a blinder out there at the Mott. Hey, I spoke, uh, well, well, I will speak to uh, Jared O'Reilly very shortly about the conditions at, at the Mott and how things have changed. And I talked to John Dunn about it yesterday, that if you're not on the markers here, uh, it certainly was the case on the 29th, um, it's blimmin' hard to make ground up, isn't it? It is, mate. The track's actually in tip-top condition. And, you know, the way the weather is now, they'll be running some nice quarters. So... You know, on the grass when they run home in 29 and or, or better, it's very, very hard to come come wide and come from the back, as, especially if they haven't gone a lot through the middle part of the race. So, you know, it is a changing times with racing, and, uh, yeah, it's probably going to have to be on speed or on the fence, I think. You're dead right. All right. What about for you? You'll be pleased to get back into your own bed, I suppose, uh, for a few days anyway, but the uh, roadshow doesn't stop. You head to Nelson. Obviously, there's the Blenheim circuit. There's plenty of race meetings in between as well so uh, it slows down slightly but you can do it pretty much from your own base over over the next few days anyway yeah we got um got home about one thirty this morning i think from cromwell and a few hours in the in my own bed for a change greg and uh yeah there's still plenty coming up obviously nelson uh next weekend there's uh southland on the wednesday before nelson and then Obviously, Northern Southland Cup Day on the Thursday leading into Blenheim. So still a wee bit of road tripping to do before uh, before it slows down somewhat anyway. All right, and we got an update from Ray Green around copy that. There's some pretty positive signs there that he may get to the ra- back to the racetrack, and um, I'm sure that put a smile on your face if you caught the box seat, which you don't always catch, Blair. I know this thing. I, I know this. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I haven't sort of seen it the last couple of shows, Craig. <laughs> sorry, but... Uh, yeah, I'll Can't have been on it much. And... <laughs> yeah, you haven't been ringing me. <laughs> but no, it'll, it'll, no. Be, it'll be great. It'll be great to see uh, see him come back, and you know, as I say, hopefully everything's a okay with him. And you know, obviously, if he can't be a racehorse, he's uh, going to be a nice stallion. Yeah, pressing just on. on too. I just yep, seen um, we 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 Seth Hill walk past me just now, and uh, you know, big congratulations to him on getting his first winner yesterday. It was great to see. Yeah, how good. Uh, yeah, terrific to see. Of course, uh, Father Brendan, he drove about 80 or 90 winners himself, and uh, Max is doing a good job too, and he sits pretty nicely in the cart, Seth, so we wish him well. He's on better with Bling as one of a couple of drives he's got there uh, this afternoon. Um, so you just press on for another premiership, mate. Six in the bank. Um, no reason why you can't make it seven. Yeah, we'll just keep keep doing what we do, Greg, and uh, yeah, I'll just keep turning up and where you need it, and yeah, if we get seven, we get seven. So, yeah, definitely aim for it anyway. All right, appreciate your time this morning, mate. I can hear there's a whole lot of people doing work around you going, here he is getting out of it again, uh, pretending that he's a media <laughs> star. So we'll, we'll let you get on with your day. And, uh, yeah, good luck. Good luck this afternoon, mate. I hope they all race uh, race well for you. No, cheers, Greg. Appreciate it, mate. All right, there he is, Blair Orange. Um, he's a bit of a character, a bit of humour, isn't he? But uh, one thing he is, is enormously talented in the bike, picked up his uh, sixth premiership with 162 wins, not his highest total, it's about 232 from memory, but um, yeah, well short of that, but still enough to bolt in over John Dunn, who was second for the fourth time, uh, and of course uh, Blair now hunting down uh, John's brother Dexter's record of 10 straight premiership wins, and Dex is in town of course, having a bit of a holiday, 
He's here for the month of January. He's already got around a few race meetings, and that will continue, I am sure. Time for us to take a short break here on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. On the other side, we'll have our Southern Person segment, which will include Ben Hope and Samantha Rotley. I'm a Southern man, and I'm so brilliant. I got the South in my blood, and I'm going to be here till I'm dead well Yes, it is our Southern Person segment here on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ, and uh, very kindly joined this morning by Samantha Otley. Compliments of the season to you, Sam. Just spoke to Blair Orange about getting out and about and around the country, and you've been doing the same. Hope things have been going well for you. Yeah, no, same to you, Greg, and everybody out there. No, it's been, um, yeah, great great week of um, good racing and good weather, so yeah, can't complain. Heading to one of your favourite tracks, I know, Motokarara today, the uh, Banks Peninsula meeting there on what can only be described as a perfect day out there. It'll be hot, the track will be fast, and as I discussed with Blair, you'll need to be on the speed because uh, the 29th, if that's any example, uh, if you weren't on the markers, you weren't in it. Yeah, for sure. Um, like you say, it'll be a good day's racing and it'll be a hot day out there. Um yeah, probably is a little bit biased for front runners a little bit. So, um, yeah, and you come wide, it makes it hard. You know, you've got to be pretty good to be able to do that. So, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, I have a little bit of luck and I'm up the handy somewhere. 61 wins, I think, you ended up with for 2023. Was that a, was that a pass mark for you? Yeah, yeah, probably is a uh, yeah, pass mark, Greg. Um, yeah, I was sort of hovering around the, the high 50s for a while there and, um, yeah, Mum sort of said to me, she's like, oh, it'd be good if you could crack the 60. So, um, yeah, no, I was, I was happy, happy to do <laughs> Nothing like a bit just of what, from your mother. Yeah, just just exactly what you needed to hear when you were stuck on 59 for a wee while. And saying that, uh, you work out of the Mark Jones barn, and um, he took a, a team to the coast and obviously a, keen, a team down south as well. And at the moment, he's up the top of the premiership in terms of uh, training wins. So, uh, yeah, his team have picked up their share without winning them just in a row, if you like. Yeah, um, yeah, you're probably uh, correct there, Greg. And like everyone knows, he's very, very good at placing his horses. And um, you know, he's not afraid to travel and, and and put them in the right races wherever it's suited. So um, yeah, no, it's real pleasing that the the team have picked up a few wins here and there. You know, we've got one at the coast, and um, yeah, the team turned around down central, and um, you know, they picked up a few down there and a few placings. So yeah, real real pleasing um, that way. So hopefully it can continue, and we can. Stay up the top there somewhere. Yeah, and Mason Shard finally got a win. And it was a big win too. A, a win of a horse that you'd think, oh, what the heck's this? It'll win again. Yeah, um, they sort of surprise you, you know, some of those horses. Like, you know, you think three or four days racing in a short space of time might, you know, ones like her wouldn't cop it. But, um, you know, her last run was her best run. And, um, and again, it was, it was the right race and the right feel. But in saying that, she did, didn't win well and... Um, Hopefully she can uh, pick up another one with a little bit of luck somewhere. All right, let's get into your chances today. First of those uh, we'll have a look at is in race two, Melody Arden for Grant Payne. Blinds go on. She's third up this campaign. Um, Every time he takes one to the races, you know it'll be fit, you know it'll be ready to go. So even off the second row, looks an each-way chance. Yeah, for sure. Like you say, um, she's got a few runs under the belt now, so fitness will be... um, right on song there and yeah, just a little bit the drawer hurts a little bit um, drawn out a little bit on the second row but like you say a bit grass track 
and um, being one of Grant, you know you're going to be competitive. So hopefully with a little bit of luck, she's a top four chance. The eight shall not weary them. The 10-year-old, get it on. By better's delight uh, is your drive in the next uh, race number five. Um, look, the last two runs have been very consistent, including a fourth and behind a big mama Morris. I know you weren't on on that occasion, but you were at the previous run at Oamaru when third. So from a handy barrier, not without uh, a place chance at least. No, um, he's been around a long time, the old boy, but, um, you know, Damien loves working him, and, he, and like you say, his last two runs have been probably one of his better two runs. So um, he's got a better draw to work with too today. He's the, when I drove him, he drew poor, but he actually went really good down there at Omaru. So hopefully with a little bit of luck, and he goes as good as he has, has done, he um, hopefully the you know, top three chance in that field. Hell of a moment uh, is your drive in the eighth on the program. Son of Andover Hall, trained by Mark Jones, second at Reefton after, well, improving efforts, I suppose you could say, at Westport from the first to the second day and then uh, second and behind El Conqueror. This is a good race, though. There's only seven in it, but there's not one that you wouldn't give a winning chance. Yeah, for sure, and a, and a great stake of 20,000. Um, you know, I don't know where they've all got to, but, um, yeah, like you say, is his third run of the coast circuit was his best run and um it was probably the toughest field of of the three so um yeah that was it was pleasing and um if he can bring his a game and his manners and um do everything right and get a cozy run you know hopefully like you say they're they're all with a show in that one Commander Ben in race number nine, uh, a pretty good second in behind Hacksaw Ridge. Well, it's a good second now, Sam, because uh, Hacksaw Ridge has won again. Um, second row draw won't make it easy, but does follow out Franco Messi. And what's a really good first leg of the late quaddy? Yeah, um, yeah, makes it, won't make it easy, the second row, but he is a little bit versatile um, and yeah, follows out the stable, mate. So hopefully they can do what they did, you know, about three starts back in Quinella, the race for the, for the white boys. All right, piece of gold second up for Megan Swain in race number 10. Yeah, it's a shame he just hasn't drawn the front row because he's um, a cracking standing start horse. And, um, so that's a wee bit disadvantage to him being the second row, but hopefully the one I follow out can step quick and um, he can punch through and, and get handy early. And um, then, yeah, just a wee bit of luck after that. And if he's running on, we'll be happy. And Holly Highland uh, in the last, um, without putting too much of an emphasis on it I thought was probably oh sorry in race number 11 it is the last of your drives um, might be the best of your chances today yeah I would um, say so um, I actually just missed away a little bit on her last start but it was a big run after to run second so hopefully if, um, I can get her away and, and she does things right um, she should be a, a good actually show in that she's drawn out a little bit um, more today so which will suit and um, yeah probably the done runner looks the hardest to beat but again an even feel but yeah should definitely probably be my best show for the day all right really appreciate your time this morning uh, samantha go well get home safely and um yeah thanks again for your time as always no worries thanks very much greg at Samantha Rotley, recently got past 700, the first female driver to uh, have achieved that in this country, and she's marching her way to 1,000 wins. Looking forward to her getting to that milestone. Joined online by Ben Hope. Now, uh, oh, Ben might not be with us. He's having a few uh, phone issues as he'll be making his way to the Mott, I would imagine. Um, and he's got several chances today. His mum and dad have got several chances there. Actually, he's there now with us. Morning to you, Ben.
Yeah, how you going, Greg? Sorry about that. Just, it, yeah, no, no problem at all, mate. I know what it's like when you're trying to get organised and get to the racetrack, and uh, you've got a few chances today. Let's go whip through them for you so you can get on with your business. Uh, racing Miss Gracie in race number three. Yeah, uh, her first up run was okay. Um, she would have needed that. been a long time since she's been at the races. Uh, I personally think she'll probably need another run. Um, so, yeah, she'd probably be just a watch today, I reckon. What about Love Walked In in race number four? Uh, one at this venue in late November. A couple of runs since. Just hasn't quite got things right. What about today? Because this looks a very winnable race. Yep, no, that'd be a fair call, Greg. Uh, she's got the ability... Uh, the probably last couple of starts haven't really been her fault. Um, she lost a shoe on the first day at Westport, um, and the shoe that she wears is, is quite hard to find. So we ended up going without shoes the second day, and it, it just didn't work. So we've got her home, we've got her shot up right, and um, I'm, I'm hopeful we will see a better horse today. All right, looks a, a decent sort of a chance in that. couple of runners for your mum and dad, West Star Millie and Crazy in Love in race number six. Uh, West Star Millie. Last time here at uh, the Mott was seventh in behind. She's a trendy one. Uh, you drive that one, Mia Holborough on Crazy in Love. Give me your assessment of both runners. Uh, yeah, we saw Millie. Disappointing last start. Um, but uh, Ricky drove her on that occasion, and apparently she was making quite a few noises. Um, so we've put a Cornell collar on her. Um, we've trained her in it, and she's trained well. So I'm... I'm hopeful that you'll see a better horse today. Uh, crazy in love. Um, I actually I trained her the other day and she she felt really good. So um, yeah, I'd like to think uh, I, I'd like to think they're both for the chances if they both bring their manners and um, they get a little bit of luck go their way. Ben, they're both in the market. Five dollars West Star Millie and eight fifty four Crazy in Love. And Mia does drive that one. Junior drivers race, uh, which you no longer can participate in, mate. No, that's right. Yeah, no, it feels a bit weird, really. Obviously, uh, you know, I've been a junior the last six years, so uh, you know, to not have the J beside my name, it's uh, a little bit of a weird feeling. But in saying that, uh, you know, pretty excited about the time ahead. All right. What about summing up your junior drivers before we get to your chances or your mum and dad's chances today? Uh, over two hundred wins. Um, you've been, you know, on the on the drivers' circuit for a wee while now. You, you must be pretty happy with. If you'd said at the start of your driving career, I'll get a couple of hundred wins, two twenty three to be exact, as a junior, I think you would have taken that. Absolutely, Greg. No, I've always thought, you know, as a junior, if you if you can get to a hundred wins as a junior, you've had a pretty good junior career. So to get you know, to get the 200 wins and to drive a few winners and, uh, you know, compete in some pretty big races. Uh, you know, I've had a pretty pretty lucky junior career and uh, a lot of that, you know, as a reflection of the support I've been given, obviously, mainly by mum and dad, but a few others as well. And the owners that have supported me, it's, uh, it's more of a reflection of that, but it's also something I'm, uh, you know, pretty proud of. All right, 43 wins uh, last season, uh, just shy of that 52 you got the year before. Let's talk about these two chances uh, in the junior drivers. Blue Rock Dancer looks beautifully placed for Riley Harrison. Yeah, no, I think uh, these two in the junior drivers race uh, that we've got today are, uh, will be our best two chances, really. Uh, Blue Rock Dancer, he's, he's got a nice draw there, so I'd like to think, uh, you know, Riley will probably try and use that, and uh, if she can get handy and... Uh, you know, I'd like to think he'll go pretty close. He's obviously competed in, you know, some country cup races and, and hasn't been disgraced. So you'd like to think it's a little bit of a drop back for him. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to think it'd be a, a top chance. 
And you've been telling us for a while that Mossdale Margaret had the ability, and we've seen it at her last two runs, winning uh, here at the Mott, beating Eyeliner. That was at the start of December, backing that up a week later at Geraldine. What's she done since? Yeah, no, we've had a bit of an easy time since. Um, yeah, her two, her two last runs have been great, obviously. She's only had two starts on the grass surface with two wins. I still think she'll she's still as good on the all-weather, but... The, being that she is pretty inexperienced, I think the grass sort of slows things down for a little bit at the moment. So she does obviously benefit from that. Um, she's just relying on a little bit of luck from the draw. She's got to be driven probably at this stage of her career for the one sit at them. Um, she's got a devastating sprint on them. And if they do go hard, um, I've got no doubt she'll be finishing the best of them all. Um, but she's probably just relying on the tempo of the race, being that she's sort of got to be driven for that one run at them. All right. What's the best hope chance today, whether you're driving it or not? Now, I'd say the, yeah, the junior driver's races. I think if Blue Rock Dancer can uh, get handy and don't do too much work, he'll be hard to beat. But in saying that, if they go hard and, um, you know, it's brought into, uh, you know, Mostel Margaret's category. So uh, I think, yeah, I think one or two, one of, one of those two uh, will be winning today, I reckon. All right. That's the chances today. Quick update on the Super Trotter Muscle Mountain. How's, how's he progressing? Yeah, he's, he's good, Greg. Um, obviously, it was very disappointing uh, how we've ended the campaign. Um, you know, a couple of separate issues there, but um, we gave him a little bit of an easy time, and he's he's been jogging for the last week. Um, and Dad, uh, you know, gave him a quiet jog down the beach yesterday, and, and he was really happy with him. So, um, you know, things are looking positive, but it's, uh, you know, obviously disappointing with how things ended. But, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, getting him back and having a bit of redemption. All right, I'm sure there will be, and plenty of opportunity, of course, with the big tab slot uh, race, the tab trot coming up at Cambridge. I'm sure that's well and truly on the radar. Hey, thanks, as always, Ben, for your time, and um, for getting us a bit of coverage there, mate, because uh, we always uh, appreciate your thoughts around your chances. Yeah, no worries at all, Greg. All good. All right, that's uh, Ben Hope there, and uh, he and his mum and dad have several chances, as they invariably do, on the grass circuit. It's always great to get the update on uh, some of their stars. Of course, he drove Mossdale Ben in uh, the cup, but Muscle Mountain is clearly the stable star. All right, uh, we'll take another short break here on uh, Trot's Talk. On the other side, we'll catch up with Jared O'Reilly. Welcome back into Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz for everything you need to know about this great game of harness racing. There's all the videos there, there's trials, there's tips, there's a whole lot of stories about everything that's been happening over this terrific holiday period, and we're kindly joined on the line by Jared O'Reilly. Morning to you, Jared. Morning, Greg. How are you on? Excellent, thanks, mate. Sounds like you're on your way to the wonderful Mata Carrara, and what a day it'll be out there. Not a breath of wind, uh, plenty of blue sky, and, well, it's one of the great venues that we have on the grass surface, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is. Um, it's just following on from last week at the not wanting to give away your age, uh, Jared, but you have been driving there for a wee while. It, it really has changed, hasn't it, the way you have to drive uh, at Banks Peninsula because in the old days, like so many of our racetracks, I suppose, you could get back in the field and swoop down the outside, but that's not really the case these days, is it? No, racing's changed. And, um, the fields are usually pretty even and ones that get up handy, um, it's... They can all sort of run the sort of same sectional as most of them, so yeah, you've sort of got to be up near enough to pace anyway. Jared, we'll get into semi a drive shortly, but you do have your own runner in race number seven, Better Be Sharp, uh, a horse that 
or has done a terrific job for your stable, really consistent type, clearly is in terrific form at the moment, having won two of his last three, and he was a very brave fourth, I thought, uh, in the Ulta Meteor Akaroa Cup there, the, oh, it wasn't the Akaroa Cup, it was the Banks Peninsula Christmas Cup, uh, sponsored by Paul Renwick. Um, you must have been delighted with that last run. Oh, well, yeah, no, I was thrilled. Um, that was a really good field and a big step up for him from what he'd been racing. So to run fourth, um, yeah, no, we were very pleased with the run and uh, he's trained on really well and he's very happy in a good space at the moment. So, yeah, all good. He's won a, he's won a couple on the grass. Um, does he have a preference? Because obviously he goes well on the grid as well, but what, what, what do you think he likes about the greener surface? Oh, I think it's just a bit. He's uh, doesn't really worry him. Um, he goes good in most most things, but um, he does certainly like the grass. Um, I think it's just a question under the feet. He has got big feet, so um, yeah, I think it just helps his wee feet. Yep. All right, Sarah got the business done with him at uh, Miffin back in December. Gemma Thornley drives as it's a race for the juniors, and Sarah's not in that category anymore. No, we had to get a ring in, so um, no, we had to get Gemma. Um, we're very lucky that um, he can get another junior, well, all goes well, get a pen, another penalty free since the start of the new season. So it sort of worked out really well. It all happens how we like it to happen. Yeah, well, exactly. And, and that is, I think that's a, a great innovation that uh, you can win more than one of these penalty free. So uh, let's hope that is today. You've got the wide front row draw, but that's courtesy of uh, your rating. It's 2,000 metres and you've drawn the outside of the front row. It's never going to be easy, but he does have tactical speed, which is a great advantage, isn't it? Yes, he has. Um, he can get out the gate, but being wide, um, obviously rather Gemma, but she can just tag on and if they go around three wide, we might have to tag on that way, but uh, he can have speed to come from anywhere, um, you know, within, within uh, striking distance on the turn. Um, he shouldn't be too far away. All right, should be a terrific race. Uh, the Selwyn District Council Junior Drivers, which is race seven on the program. Terrific uh, chance, and it is better be sharp. Let's have a look at some of your drives, Jared. Uh, Dulcinea in race number two, inside second row, and it's been a wee while in this grade, but um, probably going as well as it ever has. Yeah, no, she's been going good races. Uh, like, she just got to have the right run, I think, by the look of it. Um, Sarah had another drive, so she finally got the drive for me, so <laughs> got to thank her for that one. Um, yeah, looking at what she's been racing, yeah, she's sort of got to have the right run and a bit of luck go her way. Well, she's jumped on a dollar sixty-five shot and share a dream. So, yeah, she's done you a favour, but there's probably pretty good reason for it, Jared. Absolutely, the one to beat will be uh, share a dream. What about its magical Meg in race number nine? Actually, won this day last year. Comes up with barrier one and, and loves racing on the grass. And we know Simon Adams' horses are always fit and ready to go. Yeah, no, she's a lovely mare. Um, one, it's a perfect draw for her. Like, if she can lob the trail, three back the fence, uh, it'll be perfect for her because she's got to try to be sprint on her. And, um, yeah, she's just one of those horses that's got to have the right run, but on her day, no, I wouldn't surprise if she could finish in the first three. All right, nice each-way price, around the $25 uh, chance is uh, its magical Meg. Mega Rock's been crawled a little bit by the draw because his greatest attributes is standing start manners. Um, uh, it's just Mega Rock, he just uh, lines up most weeks and uh, he always does a good account of himself but um, yeah, second row not really helping him but uh, on his day he could do anything, he's a funny old horse he, some days he can put his, heart, put his old heart and soul on but he, he's a good space chance anyway 
All right, so he goes round uh, in race number 10. Your last drive on the day had absolutely no luck. If anyone gets a chance to go back to HRNZ and have a look at the video of On Report, uh, just could not get clear at all for Riley Harrison and behind Jacka Oper at the meeting on the 29th. Uh, this wonderful breed that Grant McStay uh, has had uh, out of seal the fate. Um, this one by He's Watching. Uh, he's had a terrific run, particularly on the on the grass surfaces and on his latest run, Jared, he looks a terrific chance in the last. Oh, he does, yeah. No, um, he's a lovely horse too. Um, he's been going really good races and without much luck, so um, he's probably my best driver of the day. Um, all going well. If he gets a nice run, uh, he should probably just about finish over the top of him, I think. Yep. All right, that's what's going to be the next question for the Trots Talk listeners. What's your best chance? We have to wait to the last. We have to wait for about a $5 price, but on report, you think, uh, is the best of them? I think so, yeah. Uh, he's a lovely horse and has been racing great. So, um, yeah, all going well. Uh, he would be my best, yes. All right, really appreciate your time this morning. Jared. go well. Hope uh, the horse that you trained better be sharp. Goes well in race number seven. I'm sure he will. He's always so honest. And uh, good luck with your drives today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Greg. It's great. All right, that's Jared O'Reilly there on his way to Mata Carrara, the Banks Peninsula meeting there today. Short break for us here on Trot's Talk. On the other side, we'll catch up with Zachary Butcher because in an unusual sort of an afternoon in the harness racing, we go to Cambridge Raceway for a twilight meeting where he has several chances. In your home straight, Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Regular on the show is Matt Peden. He's kindly joined us again. Uh, morning to you, Matthew. Morning, Gregory. Great to be joining you this morning. Yeah, look, it's a wonderful day out there at the Mott, as is often the case. Beautiful, clear skies. And off the back of the meeting on the 29th, um, I think most of that form should stack up. Is that how you guys assessed it when you were doing the markets? Yeah, most of those horses that perform well on that meeting on the 29th, you'd expect, like you just said, to perform well today. But probably a few forgives. Just that uh, assessment was that a couple of those horses that were driven off speed struggle to make up as much ground as what they may normally have, but uh, beautiful weather in Canterbury today, so hopefully that track's nice and dry, nice and fair for everything. The putters aren't waiting long. They're getting straight into one in race number one, the chase. I thought the son of What the Hill was excellent at just his second start behind Sultan uh, Bosick, who they did heavily back, so uh, yeah, he'd only need to reproduce a run like that to be very, very hard to beat for now the six-time Premiership winning driver, Blair Orange. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We put up $3 and it was taken pretty quick, Greg. So we're into 220 now and short the tote as well. So like you say, that big tick in the box next to its name of Blair Orange driving is another, uh, another push for the punters that like uh, like following him. Yeah, Majestic Sunday, the second favourite. Quite a nice horse too out of Pretty Sunday. Uh, Murray Allfield and Colin de Philippi combined like they did with the very good trotter Clover Dawn a few years ago who won 14 or 15 races. So that's the first on the programme, five past 12. So you haven't got too long to get involved there. And the punters have gone rightio. Let's take the chase into sheer a dream. There'll be plenty of multis running through that in race number two. Yeah, an enormous amount of multis, Craig. $1.70. We went straight into 165 when we opened up these markets on Friday. Um, you'd be absolutely astonished if you saw the amount of multis running through this. As you can imagine, at that price, but you think with the good uh, the good turn in draw compared to where he came from last meeting at Mochikarari, he's going to be mighty hard to beat from gate number five. All right, so they're the opening couple of races uh, at the Mott today. Let's have a look at a couple of others that uh, 
have uh, certainly been in the market. I just spoke to Gerard O'Reilly about Better Be Sharp and the Junior Drivers event. Um, I think this uh, being able to win one each year scenario works in beautifully for this horse and has Gemma Thornley, although it's a very even market, race number seven. Yeah, and it's a, uh, it's a good opportunity for, for some of these juniors to jump on some nicer horses too. And Blue Rock Dance has been performing well in, the, in some tougher races and uh, the other horse of hopes as well with Mia Holbrook jumping on Mossdale. Margaret goes well on the grass too. So you've got uh, Louis Maguire with Carter jumping on. You've got some good drivers jumping on horses there and uh, there's a good spread of money. I can tell you looking through the book, Motormouth's been one of the ones well spent at Longarod 13 in the 8.50. All right, to race number eight, Cormor and Strike's taking plenty of money. Yeah, it looks like he gets into that race really well. Uh, he was one they stepped into pretty quickly as soon as those markets opened, four into 270. I don't know if that 270 will last long as well, looking at the book, and there's not a great deal of money for anything outside of him, so he might be a multi-league uh, a multi -league for, for those punters playing a couple of uh, different leagues on the afternoon. Race nine's the Paul Rimmick joinery. Asento got the business done uh, on the 29th. Should go forward, get the front, and I guess by now, up to race number nine, we will be uh, the pattern of the day, as it is so often when the firm's uh, when the track's firm uh, could be on speed. So Asento looks well in again. Yeah, and he was aided by a good drive in front for Robbie Holmes when he was able to win last start. So, like you say, he'll probably head forward and try and do it again. But there's a couple of good performers that can follow speed and rattle home some... Uh, some decent splits on the grass that'll be chasing her. So it's going to be a good little race, that one. I think even something like a Times of Changing or a, a Tiger Taylor Commander Ben could use that back row, follow the speed, stalk them and pounce down the lane. But, yeah, like you say, it'll be a good race. Yeah, as will race number 11, Baffled. Only two starts, a win and then a very good second behind. She's a trendy one last time. Uh, Greddy Mack showed plenty of ability. I like Holly Highlander today. And Sonny Louie is overdue to get a winning turn. So good race, race number 11. Yeah, professional little filly baffled. It's not uh, not easy to go to the races, win on debut, and then back it up with a second first go out of maidens. But I think she's earned her price of three dollars and twenty cents. And uh, while there's a good number of, uh, of talented and, and experienced trotters chasing her, she'll get his chance from the front row on five. Yep, and the last race on report. Uh, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see how unlucky it was last time. Wolf of Wall Street with good, strong support. Uh, Sergeant Bess has Seth Hill. He's had his first win now. So, yeah, it's a good race, the last one, too. How did you assess that? Yeah, a couple of chances. Obviously, Wolf of Wall Street missed away fresh up, so he, uh, he's the one you've got to forgive. Sophia Bromer was really good on the grass two starts ago, like you say, uh, on report, uh, held up last start, and... Haley's medals at uh, the hot driver with John Dunn driving it for the day, so you can expect that she'll be well backed as well with all John's fans jumping on. All right, really appreciate your time, Matthew. Thanks again. Thanks, Gregory. Have a good day. All right, that's Matthew Peden from the Bookmakers Desk. That has been Trot's Talk for the Sunday, the 7th of January. I uh, hope you've uh, got a couple of winners out of all of our guests. A big thank you to producer dude Robbie taking us through the morning. Uh, check out the Mott and check out Cambridge uh, later on too. Looking forward to the Twilight program there. I'll talk to you again in seven days' time when we'll be at Sunny Nelson. A big thank you to Harness Racing New Zealand again for their huge support of Trot's Talk on a Sunday.